Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By. I'm your host, Pam Christian, and each week I seek to help us discern current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective so we can know God's plans for our world, our nations, and for us individually. I work tirelessly to help us all discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. Today's episode is the last of a three-part mini-series intended to equip, embolden, and empower you to take your rightful position in God's plan, so we will indeed see God's kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. As Christians, we have all been imbued with all the authority and power of Christ over all the works of the enemy, and nothing less. We have it all. We have everything we need to defeat the enemy. What's lacking is our understanding of what we have and our knowledge of how to wield the authority and power of Christ. I am tired of seeing far too many Christians wringing their hands and living as victims, allowing the enemy of God to advance his evil schemes simply because we don't know who we are in Christ and or we don't know how to wield the authority and power over the enemy we have. As Christians, we already have everything we need to do what God asks of us. It has nothing to do with discovering our gifts, honing our talents, being mature in the faith. The moment we confess Jesus as Savior and Lord, we are given the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and His power to guide us and equip us for victory over the enemy of God. There is nothing more we need to do to acquire this ability. And the enemy of God knows how exceedingly dangerous we can be to Him if we truly understand who we are in Christ and what we are already equipped to do. If you didn't listen to the first two parts of this mini-series, I recommend you do. Part 1 was episode 106, Learn How to Destroy the Works of the Enemy in Your Life and Your Loved Ones. You'll find that episode to be an in-your-face but loving challenge to help you know your authority and power in Christ. The second was episode 107, titled The Power of Agreement, an Appeal to Christians Around the World. This was intended to rally us together with the realization there are far more of us than there are of them. Of the self-appointed elite who are seeking world control, there might be a, a thousand of different ranks and files. But of those of us who belong to Christ Jesus, there are millions upon millions. This episode, the third in the miniseries, is Celebrate God's Assured Victory in Advance to Drive the Enemy into Retreat, which God is actually instructing us to do in this very present time. As you'll hear, many prophets have been inspired by God to encourage His people to celebrate now, before we see the fullness of our prayers answered, as a demonstration of faith and the wielding of an exceptionally powerful weapon that utterly confounds the enemy. I've packed a lot into these messages, so let me oversimplify this mini-series. Message 1. Know. Know the authority and power you possess for the commission you have in Christ. Message 2. Do. Step out and do what you've been called and equipped to do with confidence in Christ, not yourself, but Christ. Message three, celebrate. Thank God for the promised victory as you are working to see it fulfilled in your life. I have seven points in this mini-series. The last three I'll cover in more detail with today's message. The seven points are to grasp the essential importance of faith, to know the vast differences between God and Satan, to understand and embrace the importance of repentance, to understand the coexistence of the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of hell, to understand and take hold of our new identity in Christ, to understand the natural and supernatural realities of our existence, and lastly, to understand the rules, rights, and limitations of spiritual warfare. 
We have been living in unprecedented times. As you know, evil has been advancing in our midst worldwide for hundreds of years, unrestrained by Christians because we have been deceived and deluded about our role in the world. We've been told we have no place in politics and government under the claim of separation of church and state, which has been a twisted lie of the enemy to keep us sequestered within the four walls of our respective church buildings, even influencing us to pay little to no attention to the news media, our governing operations, or our role as citizens of the United States. We've been duped into trusting the leaders and influencers on the seven mountains of society to do the right thing in our behalf, so we've remained disengaged. And I believe and have often said what Benny Johnson boldly declared months before her passing, the reason the world is in the mess it's in today is because of the failure of the church to be the influencing factor Christ intended. As I've shared before, when Jesus said, On this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, Matthew sixteen eighteen, he didn't use the word church. He used the word ecclesia, which means an influential governing body. And the rock upon which the church was built was not Peter, but the rock-solid foundation of Jesus Christ and the gospel message he secured for us. What is that gospel message? Well, it's not merely that if we believe in Jesus as our Savior and confess him with our lips as Lord, we shall be saved, redeemed from sin and death, and restored into the right relationship with God, though that is most certainly more than good news. No, the whole gospel promise of Jesus includes that we would become one with him as he is one with the Father, and we would do even greater works than he did in partnership with God to see God's kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. What is God's kingdom will? It is God's government reigning and ruling over the works of the enemy, Genesis 1.28. As born-again Christians, we have the kingdom authority right here and right now. God's mandate is for us to subdue the earth, bringing salvation and restoration to individuals and to cities and nations, the very nations which are Christ's inheritance. How can we accomplish such a task to overcome the enemy? by the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit given to each of us the moment we genuinely believe and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord. We read this in 2 Corinthians chapter 122, 2 Corinthians 5, 5, and Ephesians 1, 14. In Christ, we are more than conquerors, Romans 8, 37. We have the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit residing in us because Jesus wants us to do even greater works than he did when he walked this earth, John 14, 12. And frankly, it's far past time to see God's people rise up and operate in the fullness of the power and authority we already have. As I recently shared, we receive according to what is in our heart, according to what we believe. If we are fearful and filled with doubt, we will give leeway to the enemy to advance his kingdom accordingly. If we are confident of who we are in Christ and the authority and power we have from Jesus, we will rise up and put the enemy in his place. Aren't you more than ready to see the defeat of the enemy in our day, especially with all that's been perpetrated against us since 2020? I know you are. We all are. And I know many people have been praying to God to intervene in our behalf. And he has. God has done everything in the spiritual to assure our victory. Now he's calling us to do our part, to pull the victory from the spiritual world into the natural world. Prophet Julie Green, in her post dated July 7th, titled, A Shakedown Has Begun, spoke for the Lord, saying, quote, The battle has already been won. You are in the final days of this empire existing and holding the world with its power. 
The earth is travailing for my children to arise in my glory. So arise now, together, in one accord. I am waiting on you, my children, more than you are waiting on me. Remember, I have already defeated your enemies. Now is the time for you to put him underneath your feet and stomp. Keep him from rising above you again. Receive all I have for you now, my children. You'll want to listen to the entire word from the Lord, so I have a link for you in the show notes. Now, look at some of the most incredible victories already won in heaven that we are beginning to see done on earth. Intercessors for America posted an article about the curse being lifted from America because of the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade. In addition to the overturn of Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court is reconsidering the 2015 ruling in favor of gay marriage on the basis that the Due Process Clause does not secure any substantive rights. Liberty Council reported on the court blocking Biden's LGBTQ guidance documents that illegitimately reinterpret federal law to require schools subject to Title IX to allow males who identify as female to participate in female sports, at least temporarily protecting female athletes in 20 states at this time. A New York court rules New York State's quarantine requirements as unconstitutional. And New Mexico County votes to ban abortions, declaring itself a sanctuary for the unborn. Also, a federal court has granted a request to obtain information and documents from officials in the Biden administration over alleged collusion with social media giants to censor and suppress free speech. And Princeton MIT professors recently debunked climate change as alarmism. These are just a few samples of the many positive reversals we can expect to see in the weeks and months ahead if we as God's people properly partner with him. Again, as I've spent considerable time last week, God gives to people exactly what we want, according to what he finds in our hearts. If we choose to remain ignorant and go along with the evil intent of those in positions of influence and power, then we will receive accordingly. On the other hand, if we become informed about truth and righteousness and determine in our hearts we want truth and righteousness, under the same spiritual law, we will receive accordingly, according to what is in our hearts. The prophets have given us great reason to be encouraged and optimistic based on what God has revealed. On July 8th, Dutch Sheets posted an outstanding message making clear we are in a highly strategic season where the power and the authority of Jesus is to be wielded like never before. Based on Job 22:28, which reads, You will also decree a thing, and it will be established for you, and light will shine on your ways. Dutch encourages us to daily decree what's been called the Watchman Decree, drafted by Jean and Terry Bailey, which is very powerful. I have a link in the show notes so you can use the written decree to declare aloud, knowing you are joining with countless others, making the same decree. This is the power of agreement I talked about last week. On July 18, Johnny Inlow, interviewed by Steve Schultz on Elijah Streams, specifically named three people God clearly said would be coming down and held accountable for their crimes against humanity. And in a pre-taped video posted on July 19th, Julie Green named the same three individuals in her prophetic word titled, I will remove them all in unconventional ways. The three names are Bill Gates, George Soros, and Charles Schwab. Additionally, as Johnny shared on his interview with Steve Schultz, he had a recent dream where he heard, quote, Reversal has taken place. From now on, this present evil is only in defense mode, survival mode, end quote. Johnny explained he understood he was given a download about what is soon to occur. 
he explained in the same way the decision of the supreme court to overturn roe v wade was leaked in advance he received a word from the lord about the supreme court's ruling regarding the last election johnny stated he believes the supreme court has seen overwhelming evidence to conclude the twenty twenty presidential election was fraudulently conducted and he believes the supreme court has already decided to overturn the election in favor of president trump johnny explained there is a global takedown already in place with an entirely new financial system on the way johnny shared this not only based on the prophetic word from the lord but according to high-level intel he is privy to julie green has also been clearly proclaiming president trump would be returning and we've been encouraged to pray for him his family his political and governmental insiders and the white hat military we need to watch and pray god's will into being about prayer jack hayford said quote, prayer is essentially a partnership of the redeemed child of god working hand in hand with god toward the realization of god's redemptive purposes on earth end quote as we read headlines it's imperative we fight the good fight believing god for his word over the lies and deceptions of the world consider additional recent headlines the united nations which i explained last week is tied to the world economic forum the international monetary fund the north atlantic treaty organization and the world health organization all working together to achieve the great reset for a one world order recently reported sixty-nine different countries have collapsed in the global crisis the united nations said the world is slowly moving towards a global recession with many countries in the world at risk of writing their names in the bankruptcy register the food crisis energy crisis and economic recession have adversely impacted one hundred and eight countries with at least one of these issues media reports sri lanka is the first victim of this extreme economic instability in the world reporting expectations of many more to fall mainstream media would have us believe that the unprecedented exodus of political and governmental leaders by way of resignation is evidence of the success of the one world order but julie green and johnny inlow and others caution us not to believe what we hear through julie green god has repeatedly said things are not as they seem instead of the proponents of one world government succeeding in their plans god is taking these evil leaders out one by one we're told to expect sudden deaths from heads of states and government leaders worldwide and that the resignations we're seeing are just the beginning what are we to do in this highly strategic time that will likely produce the greatest shift the world has ever seen pray pray now like never before because with all god has already done there is far less interference from the enemy against our prayers than ever before as god has been radically exposing all manner of evil he has been waking people up to truth in preparation for his judgment his justice and his long-awaited great harvest of souls this my dear listeners is the time i have been anticipating and encouraging you to hold out for i've said for a very long time we've been in a three-year plan of god's the year twenty twenty was the beginning of exposure the year twenty twenty one was the continuation of exposure god had to take all this time to reveal things precisely as he has or we would have been truly overwhelmed and no good to him in the fulfillment of his plans as i've said before god does not need us to accomplish his will but he prefers relationship with us so he wants us to partner with him god wants us to partner with him to see his kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven 
Now, with the eyes of the world sufficiently open, this year 2020 is the year for judgment, which we are about to see as never before. I've said the months of July through September this year are in my prophetic consideration, the most important months in God's plan, and we are just now beginning to see in the natural what God has already determined in the spiritual. And God's reversals don't stop with governments, media, big farmer, big banks, education, and the economy, and so on. No, we can also expect a great harvest of souls where our beloved prodigals will be running into the arms of our Lord in this same season. Prophet Donna Rigney, recently interviewed on Elijah Streams, provided her message called, The Enemy's House of Cards is Falling Down. I encourage you to watch the video. In it, she essentially said, The hour of enlightenment has come. Those lurking in the dark are being exposed and seen for what they are. Now the masses will turn from darkness to the light of the world. This is harvest time. Enlightened by truth, people will reject evil. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. They will run out of the darkness into my waiting arms to be washed with my son's blood and become mine. They will freely run to me, freely embrace me, and my heart will be satisfied. This is the hour when not just your prodigals will be turning to you, but mine will be turning to me. I am going to make the world mine again. Oh, brothers and sisters, are you hearing and receiving this? I've had tears in my eyes through nearly this whole podcast, especially in anticipation of the fall of the enemy and his evil human cabal followers, and even more in long-awaited answer to our prayers for our prodigals to come home. It's one thing to simply hear what's being shared, what's being spoken. It's another to personally receive and claim it and agree with God that you want what he wants and you will do everything it takes to be properly aligned with him. Our role is not to sit back and watch expecting to see what God has declared to occur. No. As I spent much time on last week, God makes many offers to us and we will receive or experience that which we believe and choose to receive. If we want to enjoy God's incredible promises for what he wants to do in our world today, then we need to get in position to do our part in his plan. We have already been fully equipped with the authority and power in Christ. I mentioned earlier the indwelling of the Holy Spirit for all genuine believers means we have access to the dunamis power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead. Do you believe this? Do you believe you have ready access to this power? Oh, let this truth get deep within your soul and your mind, because if you do, nothing will be able to deter you. Imagine also that all Christians worldwide get this same truth deeply planted. With this kind of conviction, knowing God lives in us, and the fullness of his authority and power are ours to appropriate, nothing can cause us to back down or settle for anything less than what God has promised. But rather than imagine it, Let's believe for it and pray for it and decree and declare this truth of unwaveringly knowing who we are in Christ. Amen. Listen to this. Dunamis is a distinct Greek word to express the unique kind of power genuine born-again Christians have. No one else possesses this power, not even a small portion of it. It is exclusive to the genuine born-again Christian. For too long, this power has been neglected, this power that the church and the world desperately needs to see in action. Jesus himself personally declared, quote, But you shall receive power, dunamis, ability, efficiency, and might, 
when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends, to the very bounds of the earth. Acts one eighteen from the Amplified Version. And, as we read in Ephesians 3.20, Now to him, who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or conceive, by the power, dunamis, which is at work among us. Won't you please do a deep dive word study on this word dunamis so you are convinced of what God has given you as a Christian so you can cancel any scheme of the enemy. We must understand this truth. As Christians, we have the power to cancel any work of darkness. Each of us must get to where we believe this so we can wield the power Christ died to give us. We aren't to merely possess a power that is capable of action but we're to possess this power to command it into action. That's worth repeating. We aren't merely to possess a power that is capable of action, but we are to possess this power to command it into action. We should each one proclaim without reservation, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. We have the right, the ability, and the instruction from Jesus to use his authority and power over all the schemes of the enemy. We're not victims. We're not orphans. We are not powerless. These have been lies of the enemy that the church, the ecclesia, has accepted, giving the enemy carte blanche. And look where that's gotten us today. From early 2020, God has been revealing all manner of evil to wake his church up. God is not waking us up so we can see the extent of evil and run and hide in fear and trembling. No, he's waking us up to all truth truth about the extent of evil, and the truth about the power alive and indwelling every genuine believer. We have the power and authority to partner with God and reverse all the evil that has befallen us. Again, I ask, do you believe? Powerful words from Kat Kerr, Johnny Inlow, Amanda Grace, Julie Green, and many others instruct us to shout now, to celebrate now, to decree and declare the fullness of our victory now because it is complete in the spiritual realm. Our believing faith and proclamations about our victory before we see it in the natural will drive the enemy of God crazy and cause chaos in his camp, causing them to turn on one another. Repeatedly, through the prophets, God has instructed us as his children to shout our victory, not at all unlike the people following Joshua in the Battle of Jericho. In a word published July 20th, 2020, God said through Julie Green, and I summarize, Stop all the worldly thinking and worldly living. This only holds you back from who you're supposed to be with me. Get my revelation. Renew your mind and mature your walk. Don't let them muzzle you again. Shout! Shout against every evil stronghold and shout to remove people influenced by evil from their positions of leadership. No matter how things appear, nothing is too big for you, because I live in you. And again, 1 John 1-4 must be the forefront of our minds at all times. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. The last three points I wanted to drive home with this mini-series is that we must 1. Understand and take hold of our new identity in Christ. We must partner with the Holy Spirit, the dunamis power resident in us, and decree and declare all that God has promised, all the righteous ways of God to prevail in every mountain of society. 2. 
understand the natural and supernatural realities of our existence. As long as we live on this earth, we are both natural beings by way of our body and supernatural beings by way of our spirits. We are subject to natural laws, such as the laws of sowing and reaping, which should give us more reason to diligently renew our mind and guard our hearts to assure our actions do not bring upon us a harvest of needless trouble. We are supernatural in that the indwelling Holy Spirit is not limited by the natural laws of the world. Again, there is nothing the enemy can do that we don't have the right, ability, and firm instruction to overcome. And third, we need to understand the rules, rights, and limitations of spiritual warfare. The rules are as Christ has given us. We are his disciples, and we are to bring God's kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. The rights are established by the blood covenant we have with God through faith in Jesus Christ. The limitations are found in our own minds when we are not convinced of who we are in Christ and the authority and power he has given us. If you want to understand more about this point, I highly recommend Dr. Charles H. Kraft's books, any of them really. But you might want to start with his book titled, I Give You Authority, and then move on to his other book called Defeating Dark Angels. As stated on the back cover of that book, I encourage you to claim your authority, thwart Satan's dark angels, and take your rightful place in God's freedom plan for the world. Let me bring us back to the whole point of this miniseries. We are living in unprecedented times. Time is planned by God for these very days. You have been hand-selected by God to be alive on planet Earth at this very time. Those of us who already belong to God the Father through faith in Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, are commanded, equipped, and empowered by Jesus to fulfill his commission, the Great Commission. The enemy of God has worked hard for hundreds of years, especially these past five decades, to accelerate God's timeline in an effort to circumvent God's plan for a great harvest of souls. The enemy has worked to bring the earth to the second half of the Great Tribulation that we read about in the book of Revelation before the first half has been granted. The enemy has slowly but surely been working to establish a one-world system entirely in opposition to God's true and righteous ways, again an effort to circumvent God's plans. He has been cunning and sly and has deceived even the church, evidenced by our giving into many philosophies, ideals, and lifestyles that do not promote life, but instead death. I'm convinced the reason the world is in the condition it's in today is because the church has failed in her mission. We are to be the ecclesia, the governing and restraining influence against evil on all the seven mountains of society, religion, family, business-slash-finance, education, government-slash-politics, media, and arts-slash-entertainment. We see it now. We are awake now, and God is giving us a second chance to do what we ought to have been doing all along, making disciples of all nations, Matthew 28, 18-20, and working to oppose anything that sets itself up against the will of God, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 5 and 6. In fact, this is a good time to reconsider 2 Corinthians chapter 10 in its entirety. The Apostle Paul teaches us that our weapons of warfare are not worldly. We have divine power. Our weapons consist of truth, love, righteousness, and faith, which are mighty effective, not at all weak. The Apostle Paul also reveals we have extensive enemy opposition and strongholds in life because we've accepted the arguments, 
rationalizations, and reasonings which appear to be logical, and by us accepting, we've given strength and solidarity to evil. In so doing, we have given a pathway and power to the advancement of evil in our lives and the lives of those we love. The only way to deal with this advance of evil is to destroy the arguments and the pride, to humble pride by the preaching of the gospel, bringing the manifestation of truth, love, righteousness, and faith. However, before we can be effective in canceling the works of the enemy, we must first take our every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Then, and only then, can we punish every disobedience and cancel all that has set itself up against the will of God. Once our obedience is complete and we confess and repent of willful sin in our own lives, then we can wield the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit and declare the works of the enemy canceled. Let me read Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 5 and 6 from the Amplified. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when our disobedience is complete. Even with the progress we've recently seen, we still have many serious issues in our world that need to be reversed. We need to know about them so we can pray, decree, and declare the destruction of these evil strongholds. Recently, Ted Cruz, Republican from Texas, said the past Supreme Court ruling which legalized gay marriage was clearly wrong, and he likely expressed this emboldened by the Supreme Court's recent ruling on Roe v. Wade. But immediately, evil reared its head again. In response, and potentially to head off any Supreme Court of the United States ruling, the Democrat-led House of Representatives on July 19, 2022, voted to pass a bill that would enshrine protections for same-sex marriage into federal law. It's not clear, however, whether the bill can pass the Senate, where at least 10 Republicans would need to join with Democrats to overcome the filibuster's 60-vote threshold. What is God telling you to do in response to this particular battle? We also need to pray and wage spiritual warfare for the reversal of Planned Parenthood's recent efforts to provide girls with abortion pills through clinics on high school campuses. And Planned Parenthood's efforts to provide transgender treatments, not necessarily with parental consent. We need prayer and strategic warfare against the push for the so-called vaccines that are not proven beneficial, but instead create serious harm by installing DNA into the human genome causing much harm and even death. And as always, I have many links in the show notes to provide citations for my claims. We need prayer and continued strategic warfare against the proponents of one world order to make health care globally governed. And we need prayer and strategic warfare against reckless taxation and out-of-control government spending. I mention these because they represent ideals, philosophies, and lifestyles that are contrary to the Word of God, which we are instructed to oppose. There are many other issues that we need to oppose, far more than I can present here in my weekly podcast, which is why I so often ask you to make a point of following me on social media. We have so many prophetic reassurances from God that He has already positioned everything for our victory and the defeat of the enemy. But as I hope to have driven home with this three-part mini-series, we are not to be spectators expecting God to do it all. God has called us into divine partnership with Him to see His kingdom well done on earth 
as it is in heaven. If we will simply do what God has asked of us and what he's already empowered us to do, we can celebrate his reversals in advance with shouts of joy and victory. As we do, we will drive the enemy crazy and he will be forced to retreat where God has already planned and we will once again enjoy our liberty and freedom in Christ here on earth with Christ properly elevated as our Redeemer. Next week, I look forward to our time together where we will once again consider current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview. I promise you this podcast will always seek to help us discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast has impacted you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. To receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page beyond the podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. On that page, I also ask you to help me know more about you and what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. In order for me to continue to bring you truth the mainstream media is not bringing that is presented from a biblical worldview, I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. When you purchase any of my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us, so won't you consider shopping for yourself, shopping to get gifts for your friends or family? Your support is greatly appreciated, and when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H. Use it at checkout to get a 20% discount. In determining which affiliate sponsors I want to bring you, I've thought about what we all share in common in these days worldwide. And most certainly, we find our health and our finances are at risk, so we must protect both. This is why behind the scenes, I'm vetting different companies that can help us in areas of our health and our finances, which I'll be telling you more about once they're approved. But I've already vetted Dr. Zelenko and his product line. One of his products I take is his Z-Stack supplements. They contain zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and D, formulated in such a way to help you boost your immune system. Your immune system can be weakened by over 300 different primary immunodeficiency disorders, which could include poor diet, lack of sleep, and adverse reactions to vaccines. Use the link in my show notes or go to his website and use the promo code FTLB for Faith to Live By and receive a 5% coupon discount. If you choose to subscribe, you can actually receive a 10% discount each and every month. In addition to supporting me through my sponsors, you can also support my ministry directly. Donations are certainly accepted, but they're not tax deductible at this time. So to thank you for your financial support, anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more will receive your choice of one of my books, personalized and autographed for you, or receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn all about all of the products and services available through my ministry. On the checkout page, you'll find a button to make a donation. And at this point, once again, I just want to thank Jill C. for her most generous donation received recently. Jill and all of you who provide any support, please know I realize it's a display of your trust in me, which I promise to guard and protect. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content, and I'm rather pleased about that. 
I hope you'll take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on the show notes and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary e-newsletter. And as a new subscriber, you can choose from one of three gifts that I offer you in appreciation for your subscription. And depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and helps spread the gospel and helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him. 